For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the Browns crew in 91, worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, and between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hey, Browns backers, it's Chuck Campisi here with Tony Dick on Believe in the Browns. The Lakers losing to the Suns, allegedly an upset, Tony, when a two seed beats a seven seed, not quite getting it, but it did take LeBron, was his 15th season in the league, something like that? I don't know. It took him that long to achieve Jordan's mark of losing a first round playoff series, though. Oh, I know all those Jordan fans hate that. Um, uh. So <laughs> if you want to bet on the Suns to win the championship, bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Tony, not a ton happening in uh, Brownstown, shall we say? Miles Garrett gave up basketball. 
Yeah, well, get, retired. Well, I mean, speaking, what, speaking of basketball, kind of to go back a, a second, what what are the odds? Uh, do you think that Le, uh, LeBron's going to get a college degree from North Carolina? I mean, it, well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess if he gets to take all those classes there, you don't have to show up. Oh, uh, oh, oh probably pretty high. Accusations. <laughs> accusations, <laughs> facts. So, no, anyhow, no, no. And also, with, with Miles, uh, Miles retiring from, uh, back, you, you know, the funny thing about that is, you, you know, having, uh, you, you know, gone to school here at BW, and you know, with our campus, obviously, not just being close to the Browns facility. At one point, our campus was the Browns facility. Um, I remember uh, many, many a times going to the rec center here on campus and playing pickup games with, you know, guys on the team. And, in you know, it's just obviously things have changed, right? Uh, we, we live in a different world. In fact, um, you go back to the 1940s. We're going way back here. Yeah. 1940s, that those 46, uh, 47, 48 teams that had, you know, Otto Graham, Lou Groza, those guys on that team, they would actually, in the offseason, sell out public hall for basketball games and they would play other teams in the area. Uh, the, the big one, um, the, you know, uh, more towards the fifties was a, a Bobby Lane and the Detroit lions would come down here and play basketball against the Browns. And it was actually like headline worthy story. Cause of course there wasn't professional basketball here in Cleveland <laughs> at the time, but um, yeah, those games we're talking uh, you know, like 13,000 people, 14,000 people would show up, you know, at public hall to watch, the Browns play basketball games. And, and I think probably one of my favorite pictures of all time is from uh, would have been 62, uh, when uh, Ernie Davis joined Jim Brown on the uh, bat. That, that was their kind of front court on the uh, basketball team. And I'm thinking, man, uh, just how awesome it would it have been to watch those guys <laughs> play basketball? Because I'm sure it wasn't a uh, you know exhibition style Washington general. You know, they, yeah. it, they were competitive and just as. Watch those guys play another sport competitively. I think would have just been pretty awesome. But um, yeah, unfortunately, in the world we live in now, um, and I get it. I get maybe not wanting them to play basketball, but at the end of the day, I, I mean, you can get hurt doing anything. I've, I've always, I've always believed that. And to me, I'd, I'd rather have people erring on the side of playing basketball as opposed to. You know, guys blowing fingers off, uh, shooting firecrackers <laughs> off. You know, hey. for, for the, not naming any names, but um, it, but but yeah. So okay, he's done playing basketball. But you know, I did love watching the no, film. No motorcycle reference. No, well, you know, uh, uh, hey, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to give anybody any publicity, any soldiers out there. But uh, yeah. um, but I will say this: it was fun to watch the YouTube of him schooling people in in what looked like a uh, what a, like. A fitness club or yeah. nonsense. He's dunking on some guy that just clearly not an athlete, but um, good stuff. Good stuff. There actually was, uh, and I'm jumping around here, but there there used to be a half court basketball court in the Browns facility, which is now the lunchroom at the facility. But there were some intense half court games that used to go on there. And probably the most amazing thing I ever saw was Jerry Ball dunking a basketball. In, in from like three steps out from the hoop, and if anybody knows Jared Ball, I mean, we're talking to say three forty. I'm probably being generous. I might, that might have been on the moon. Uh, he weighed three forty, but uh, <laughs> to watch him dunk was just that was amazing to me. I just you know I don't think people realize just how gifted of an athlete he was for someone as big as he was because he was a big big dude. But uh, yeah, so that's all I got basketball story wise. I mean, I don't do have a great shot of. Uh, 
I'll have to look it up. I got a great shot of Sam Ritigliano in some short shorts. Um, oh, nice. At, at Ersprung Gymnasium, uh, you know, doing a little but between the legs uh, layup. Um, good stuff. I mean, anybody that knows Coach Sam knows he's got some amazing legs, man. <laughs> short shorts were really uh, – Different, different era, different era. Definitely a different era. Definitely, I don't think those things, at least not in my neighborhood, those things are not uh, not welcome. <laughs> I don't think they're coming back anytime. No, soon. no. So I think, I think, if you're gonna wear shorts that short, you might as well just not wear shorts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <hey-o>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So not much else. We did have some uh, some OTA, some organized team activities going on. Uh, Demetric Felton, probably the big story there, working in at, at running back and wide receiver. You know, Coach Stefanski talking about, hey, you don't want to overburden young guys, but when they have these multiple facets to their game, they can really add value. And, I mean, as a young guy who wasn't, you know, a top draft pick, I mean, you're you're a sixth-round draft pick. I got to imagine if you're Felton, you're taking whatever role – they're willing to put you in and looking to maximize your value to the team. So I can't imagine him saying no to anything that coach throws at him, whether it's wide receiver, running back, special teams, he's going to be doing whatever he is told to do because he just wants to make the roster. And I mean, if from a Stefanski standpoint, Hey, the more versatile guys you can have, the more threats you can have. I mean, the guy's got speed. He's got some moves. Hey, got good hands. You know, it's not like you're putting a guy in a slot that that can't make the catch, you know, or trying a guy at a position that he's never played. He played it a little bit at UCLA. So uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of how the Browns use him this year. I am I am curious because I do think he is going to make the roster. Yeah, and, 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 you know, moving forward, you know, as we talked about it going into the draft and into the, in the offseason, we talked about, you know, some of these holes that needed to be filled. And, and, you know, to play off of what you just said, I mean, if you're a guy that can fill multiple holes, you have a much better chance of making this roster right now because you know, kind of what we have is what we have. There, there may, we may have the ability to add like maybe one or two people here or there, but for the most part, what we have is what we have. So if you can fill in multiple places, maybe not even as a starter, but multiple places as a backup, I mean, you're, you're going to be someone who's going to become super valuable to this team. And the fact that you're showing up for stuff right away is great. Although I will say with that, I know there were some rumblings about you know the number of people who showed up for OTAs. And, and I, I know that the big thing, and Miles addressed it, was the comparison of just how many people. And we're going to have to go through, all, all the way up until that first game, we're going to have to go through this whole, the Chiefs did this, we did this, why did we do this, and we didn't do that. I mean, my thing is this, um, it, 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 would it be great if everyone showed up for OTAs? Yeah, sure, it'd be great. Is it important? <laughs> no. I, I mean, what are we in? We're in the first week of June here. Like, what, there's a lot of time between now and the time the season starts. and we don't have a ton of, I mean, there wasn't a ton of rollover um, this year. So we have a lot of guys that are coming back. I think the most important thing for us is for everybody to be perfectly healthy. And that's where, you know, Miles not playing basketball and some of these other guys that are coming off injury. Yeah. Getting their, that's the most important thing. I mean, what, you know, the OTAs, you're going over basic stuff anyhow. And, um, you know, I've, I've said it a thousand times. The players that have been here. They know what they're doing. I remember Bernie, um, it was one of his pet peeves. Uh, he'd be signing autographs after, uh, you know, spring camp or summer camp, you know, and 
they'd send a security guard out. They're like, hey, Coach Belichick said, hey, we're starting a meeting here, offensive meeting. We need you in the room. And he's like, well, as soon as I'm done signing all these autographs, I'll come in. You know, I was just telling him there's like 30 people left. And then, you know, you would just see this security guard like nervously pacing. He's like, you know, I don't want to be a jerk, but Coach really wants you. And he's like, listen, like, I'm pretty sure I have a grasp on our offense. <laughs> like, it, but but these fans have been waiting here all day. I'm going to sign their autographs. And I've always felt that's if you know your stuff, you don't need to be cramming. And this time of the year, while it's important for people maybe to get to know each other and build some chemistry, that can ha- that's going to happen. Yeah, I think those first and second year guys and the guys who are new to the team, mm-hmm. the, these are valuable. It's valuable time for them. Yeah. For guys that have been in the league for several years and have been with the team for you know a while, hey, man. Get your stuff in. If you yeah. want to be here, be here. If not, hey, we trust that you're doing what you need to do yeah. outside of here. And then to go back to Felton, I think he's the perfect guy because look at the spots he's backing up, right? He's not a guy. He's not a frontline player right now, yeah. right? I mean, you got Chubb and Hunt in the backfield in front of you. You got Beckham and Landry easily at wide receiver in front of you and then probably a couple other guys. And if you're running a lot of two tight end sets, you know, because you do have um, Hooper – Joku and uh, Harrison Bryant playing tight end. So, and coach has already said there, he's looking at being that third running back, that third or fourth wide receiver, you know, that's coming in. So, I mean, this is a perfect spot for him where if he can double up on those roles, then yeah, he just becomes immensely valuable. And, and that's how you make a roster as a guy like that. So I, I think for him, it's valuable, you know, for the other rookies, I think it's valuable, but yeah, I agree with you. The OTAs, you know, for a lot of guys, you know, it's nice to see, you know, a guy like Walker or somebody out there that's, hey, but it is, hey, he's a first year with this team, wants to learn this defense. It's valuable for guys like that. But yeah. if you've already been with the Browns for a year or you're more than a, you know, it's more than your second year in the league, you know, from that standpoint, hey, you know, well, the other, you know there's no expectation yeah. for you to be here, at least from my standpoint. Again, we've been in the league. We've seen it. it it's it's nice if people are there, but it's not the end of the world. And it's a lot easier for the new guys, too, because, I mean, most of them don't own a house. So, I mean, they, they could be, you know, for a lot of our guys, they don't own a house in the area. They're, they they practice yeah. somewhere else. And the other thing is, just because you're here for OTAs, I'm not really so much worried about just checking in. I'm worried about what they're doing. And for a lot of the guys, maybe they're not going through reps. Like you said, maybe they're just here to learn the, the playbook. And for obviously for veterans – I mean, what's the point of showing up um, if, if you already if you already know that stuff or you feel like you can do it online? You, you don't have to get to know the coaches. So I, I don't put a ton on it. I think it's hilarious that people on the internet are already, you know, it's 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 like the um, complaining about uh, Baker doing the commercials in the off season. There, oh my God, you know the Chiefs—they're all showing up and we're not. Like we're going to lose by twenty points. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. What? I mean, come on, man. Um, so anyhow, I don't know. Goofy, but, you know, that's why they call them fans, right? Short for uh, crazy people. For sure. <laughs> uh, no, and, and, but it is good. You know, I mean, it is good to see Anthony Walker out there because he's mm-hmm. a guy that's going to play a key role. He's probably going to be calling the defenses, right? So, and and he is, by all accounts right now, playing as advertised or learning as advertised or leading as advertised because you need somebody. We didn't really have a vocal leader with presence on this defense. Yes, there were extremely talented players. Miles Garrett is an extremely talented player, but wasn't necessarily the guy that it seemed everybody was turning to to look for 
you know, hey, what do I need to do, blah, blah, blah. Seems like Anthony Walker appears to be that guy that is going to be calling the defenses, is going to be, hey, if you need advice, he's going to provide it. He he has that handle on things. And that's really what we need, especially, I mean, well, well just needed a linebacker that could actually play linebacker at an NFL level. Yeah. So I mean, he's a, he's, he, he has that, right? Yeah. And then to add that leadership capability, the play calling, you know, get the defense, everybody set, that's, you know, a plus that you're going to get. But I think everybody expected that of him, but it's nice to see that that yeah. seems to be taking place at this point. Yeah. No, I think we're in a good spot, man. I, and, and and I think, you know, kind of piggyback off what we said last week, I think, you, you know, when you, you started the podcast off and you talked about this kind of a slow week, that's a good thing. Like, slow weeks are good. I, I mean, when when you when you go to, you know, Google search Cleveland Browns, you know, kind of and, and look at what's – I mean, all the articles this week have been, you know, Miles Garrett. Uh, we're not worried about how many guys show up at the OTAs. Miles Garrett retires from basketball. I, I mean, they're, they're yeah, looks they're like soft. the defense is gelling. Right? Yeah, 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 soft, soft stuff. Nothing, you know. If if the most edgy thing of the whole week is the fact that Miles Garrett retired from basketball, <laughs> then we're, we're doing a pretty good job. I, I mean, that's the off season we need to have, and uh, hopefully, we'll continue to have. So, yeah, and that's the thing is, and, and you want guys to get into the facility, get acclimated a little bit, learn the ropes. Again, as the Browns do them, and and stay healthy, yeah. and, and they seem to have managed that, and so everything seems to be going towards. Hey, if you're going to draw up a solid off season, this is what a solid off season yeah. looks like, and it's it's weird for us because it's just so unfamiliar. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the funniest thing for me is when I read articles. I know the names of the people. Like I recognize the names of the people. Because <laughs> I, it's like you're not learning new names this year, uh, you know, other than our draft. Our draft pick, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, everything else, same front office guy. It's like, hey, I remember that guy. He was with us last year. That's that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, I think we're I think we're in a good spot. Um, looking forward to uh, seeing what summer camp looks like. I mean, for me. That to me is like the one thing I'm I'm, I'm actually super excited about that. Yeah, I, I want to see um, what what they're able to do, what they're allowed to do, and, and I want to. Yeah, I will definitely go this year. If, you know, in the past, I've not been a big summer camp. I, I think a lot of it's just goofy. well. I think we spent enough time at training camps yeah, yeah. that you know, at a certain point, you're just like, man, I just. Yeah. <laughs> If I'm not getting paid, why should I go? To yeah, yeah. Camp? <laughs> and, and, and to me, I think if I go this year, it's kind of like, like a player, right? Yeah, if it's me. I don't even know if I'm so much going to watch. This is going to sound weird, but I, I'm not even so much going to watch the team. I, I really just want to go and and watch the fans and see the fans reacting to to the guys being out there. I think that for me was probably one of the the greatest joys of summer camp is for those fans, especially the kids, being able to get up close, see people up close. Um, because otherwise, it's just you've been there. It's just yeah. guys. Stri- I, I never got that. Like people would literally be waiting for hours to get in. Yeah, and we had days where guys simply stretched. We did a seven on seven like shell drill, and then they it. stretched again, and yeah. that was it. And I was like, Ugh. I mean, people waited two hours for that, but but, but you know, well, we used to have two days. Yeah, both. I yeah. mean, you know, I mean, you used to have your morning practice. You go, you have lunch. You, t- you know, guys take a quick nap. You head back out for an afternoon, yeah. you know, evening session. And I mean, those were just, I mean, they were long days for us, let alone, you know, guys that had to, you know, 
take some hits and some shots. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they got rid of the two a days. That's, that was a smart move a couple years ago. Um, but it will be interesting to kind of see how, how everything runs. I think, I think if you go this year and you're watching the players and coaches, you're looking for fluidity. Yep. You're looking for how quickly are guys getting through drills? What is that interaction like? Uh, you know, and, and how, how well are they performing in those various different things with just moving from station to station? And because coaches should have it down now. Oh, yeah. We should have the flow down. It should be an awesome year. Um, so not yeah. much else going yeah, on. That's though. it. Which is good, right? It's good. Again, as, as we've said, very little news yeah. is good news. <laughs> yeah. And for that team that lost Miles Garrett, um, I don't know. Maybe they pick up Sendejo. I mean, I don't know. Oh, oh hey. So I, a shot in there. I feel like I haven't given a shot in a while. So this is my Sendejo shot. Yeah. 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 Good for a while now. There you go. <laughs> I don't right. know how good his defense is, though. Dude. Oh, hey, oh. All right, Browns backers. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Jump check. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.